0: Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast. My name is Heather.
1: And I'm Mark, and we are your co-hosts.
0: And we're here to take a look back into the Jewish roots of our faith.
1: For the way forward in youth ministry discipleship.
0: This podcast is a part of the Youth Cartel's Podcast Network. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. It's Heather here. I'm gonna be hosting today and Mark's gonna be leading our conversation. We are gonna be doing a three week series through the kingdom of heaven. So today's Mark's, Mark is gonna be leading our discussion on the kingdom of earth, meaning the kingdom of heaven. So Mark, go for it.
1: Yeah, so this is really exciting, but I guess the starting point is just understanding that in a lot of rabbinic literature and a lot of the literature that was produced kind of in between the Old Testament and the New Testament, Jewish literature actually never stopped. And in fact, this es- mm-hmm. this expectation snowballed of a kingdom of God on earth right, and or a messianic kingdom coming here. Mm-hmm. And the expectation started to move towards the idea that the kingdom of God on earth would like mirror the kingdom of God in heaven. So it was like there's these two parallel places, right? Yeah there's the little kingdom of god on our planet and then there's the kingdom of god like in the divine realm up above for sure and they're almost connected by like this i don't know stargate conception of the temple isn't that sweet yeah so that's like the starting point when jesus shows up and he's teaching the world's shortest sermon in mark mm-hmm. repent for the kingdom of heaven is here boom which How thrilled would your kids be if that was the whole message?
0: Right. And you sat down and they were like, wow, that's great. More dodgeball.
1: I know. (laughs) I know. I've never never done that for kids, but I'm sure they would love it. (laughs) But seriously, Jesus' shortest sermon that he says over and over again in Mark basically has two parts. Uh One is repent. And two is the kingdom of heaven is here. Yeah. And the statement that Jesus makes to repent mm-hmm. well, it doesn't mean say the sinner's prayer right. or like be sorry for your sins. It actually means to change your way of thinking yep. about how the kingdom of God is going to come here. Yeah. Right? It means turn around in the way you were thinking about this. Sure. The kingdom of heaven is here. The second part of the sermon is actually Jesus understanding that with his coming here, something was dynamically changing and Mm. the expectation that the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven would come here had actually started with himself, right? Right. Which C.S. Lewis would say is either entirely crazy and audacious or true. You can decide, right? Yeah. And uh, so Jesus shows up and he's, Got this understanding of the kingdom of God that really departs in a lot of ways from everyone around him. Because in the mind's eye of Second Temple Judaism, right, the Judaism that surrounds Jesus and he participates in, Mm -hmm. right, there's a lot of understanding that basically God's going to break in in this violent eschatological, mm. climactic, mm-hmm. blockbuster movie yeah. sort of way. Down, and kick the out the foreign. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like kick out the foreign overlords, right? Yeah. There's actually an entire genre of literature at Jesus' time um, that we now call like apocalyptic literature. Yeah. Jubilees yep. or the book of Enoch huh. or parts of the Psalms of Solomon. And they all have this idea of right. this great one time overturning, can't miss it, of oppressive powers and a new yeah. kingdom of God, yeah. right?
0: You know, I, it's um, interesting, I'm, if you don't mind me hopping in here. No, no, go ahead. I remember I was on a plane headed to Israel and I happened to be sitting by a rabbi. And I just asked him, I said, you know, why don't you believe that Jesus is the Messiah? And he said, point blank, like we're looking for a warrior king like David, um, a messianic warrior king like David to sweep in.
1: Yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, Josephus, for instance, says that the zealots, um, which Jesus picks up a couple of zealots as his disciples, right? right? But the zealots wanted to violently overthrow Rome because Josephus says in Antiquities 1823, they believe there should be no king but God. That is, God should be the kingdom of his little kingdom on earth. Or, for example, at Qumran, the community of people that lived out on the shores of the Dead Sea mm-hmm. and collected Jewish texts. Yeah. They have this famous text. Like one of the texts they recorded again and again and again, they kept writing it down. is called the War Scroll. Yeah. Um, and there's this line that kind of gives you the idea of this violent overturn. I'll Which read it It's real really quick.
0: interesting because... The Essenes were like super ascetic. They were kind of like monks out there in the wilderness. It's really interesting that they were so like into that.
1: We should do a whole episode on them because they are yeah. fascinating. Yeah, um, yeah. But they they write that they're talking about this army yeah. of men that's going to join the divine armies and throw out all of the pagan nations. And it says, the first division shall be armed with a spear and a shield. Ooh. And the second division shall be armed with a shield and a sword Ooh. to bring down the slain by the judgment of God and bend the enemy formation by the power of God to pay the reward for their wickedness to all the nations of vanity and sovereignty. Then shall belong to the king or to the God of Israel. Mm. And he shall accomplish mighty deeds by the holy ones of his people. It's a very like GI Joe uh, view of God and what it means to be a follower of God. Okay, here's where it gets fascinating though. There's all of these ideas of this, like you said, warrior king coming and Jesus seems to have this beautiful view Uh that the kingdom of God was a spiritual reality Mm -hmm. that was present here and now. And it wasn't necessarily in political competition with Rome, although it had very different values Mm -hmm. and it was not a violent revolution like the Zealots wanted or like we just saw Qumran describe. Yeah. And it wasn't a like kingdom or puppet kingdom under Rome. And it wasn't ethnic pride. It wasn't any of these things, Mm -hmm. which are like kind of the options if you look around the people at the time of Jesus, but in him, Or in in Jesus' idea, the kingdom took place in real space, time, and history, but it was this spiritual reality lived out by people like you and me every day in all the kingdoms of the world. Mm -hmm. And Jesus kind of has this beautiful view that something is happening now that we can participate in, Uh that in some way God's kingdom was taking hold of the world. And here's what's fascinating. It's that it was taking hold of the world through him and through his person and through his mission. So when he says, hmm. repent, like change the way you were thinking about it. Yeah. For the kingdom is here, mm-hmm. he thinks the kingdom is here because he's here. Right. 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 That's really fascinating. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's fascinating because Jesus came in and he flipped everybody on their top. Right. Because again, they were looking for that warrior type of king and he came in with a completely different kind of way of doing things. And so, you know, I, I often, I feel bad for like folks like the zealots because genuinely I think of like people like my husband, who's like an Enneagram eight. Right. And they're just like, Mm -hmm. what wrong is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I must do something to justify this wrong. Right. And you know, maybe sometimes they're a little,
1: hall of justice unite.
0: That's right. Yeah, you know, they're a little bit of a bull <laughs> in the china shop, right? And, and but yes. generally, they really just, in their own way, they're caring about people, and and that's what the zealots really wanted, right? They wanted justice for Israel, justice for the yeah. temple, justice for bringing life and uh, back to the center of Judaism, right? And so, um, but you know, again, as you said, Jesus brought a different way. Of the kingdom.
1: Yeah. For Jesus, there's this beautiful idea. He describes it again and again is something small and every day that mm-hmm. no one even notices. It's under the radar. Yeah. It's slowly rising like yeast in bread. Right. Or it's like a seed in the ground. Yeah. It's so tiny, but yeah. over time it grows into, you know, a great tree that even gives the birds rest. Which and is so
0: not like our culture, right? Like we don't no. look at that and say, oh, that's successful work for the kingdom. We look at well, who, whose church has 10,000 people or whose church, you know, yeah. bright lights and you know, who's got this huge youth group instead of like, no, who's who's planting little seeds for the kingdom, right? And walking yep. them. And it's watching It's
1: small them and everyday participation in the kingdom of God. Yeah. In Luke seventeen twenty through 21, he teaches that the coming of the kingdom of God isn't something that can be observed. People won't say here it is or there it is. Mm-hmm. And he says it's because the kingdom of God's in your midst. Yeah. It's happening all around you. Yeah. And so, as we teach students, we want them to know, first of all, that Jesus really did see himself as the key to God's kingdom mm. coming here, just as his entire faith tradition hoped for. Mm-hmm. But we don't just have an idea. Mm-hmm. For them to consent to, we have a person for them to believe in and follow and surrender to as their king. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I guess secondly, we also want them to see that Jesus' goals for his learners wasn't just belief that they should follow. him. that was the starting point. Uh It was belief in him so that they would participate Mm. in this new kingdom of God here and now. Yeah right in the midst of some really difficult cultures and governments and ideas Mm -hmm. and, hey, hey, high schools and junior highs, right? right? Yeah. And so when we think about our youth group, a lot of times, like you said, we're drawn to build basically this little empire, this Jesus club that has great music and ambiance and environments and God help us smoke machines. (laughs) And the reality is- (laughs) I've pastored long enough to, Uh, anyways. Um, And the reality is that Jesus' way is teaching your kids in small and everyday ways to surrender to his way of life and participate in it here and now, right? And
0: to simply take the time to plant little seeds in your kids and in their families and to water them and to love them and to speak life into them. That's the way of the kingdom,
1: you know, what you said is really beautiful. I mean, think about it. Um, so many people want to see this stark conversion mm-hmm. in a kid. Yeah. Right? Like, I want to see that kid come to Jesus sure. and then basically be perfect and be a church kid. And nope. Yeah. The kingdom of God might grow in them slowly. Sure. And might be undetected for a long time. That's true. And it might come out in these wobbly tries Mm -hmm. at showing mercy Mm -hmm. or justice Mm -hmm. or almost sticking their neck out and then being afraid. But over time it grows until they're, they're an adult that wants to change the world. That's right. Right. You know, but
0: how many of our kids, you know, they get baptized or they come to faith or whatever. And, and because we didn't water the seed or maybe we tried to water the seed and for whatever reason, it just didn't get fostered they kind of fall away a little bit. And that's such an important piece of kingdom work is to stay with our kids and to water and to grow their faith and to walk alongside of them in this kingdom of heaven.
1: That's so true. And I think acknowledging with them that following a kingdom that no one else seems to recognize or care about Mm -hmm. and actually seems to work against some of its ideas in our culture. Mm -hmm. Well, nothing could actually be harder, Mm -hmm. but nothing could be more beautiful than making Jesus your king and serving a good king in your life. But it means we have to cultivate that little kingdom for them in their youth group so that they're they're being watered Mm -hmm. and they're being nurtured in it. And they're seeing how it can take root. Right. That's right. right. Um, So John, who's taking us to Israel in August, 2022, Uh the first time you and I hopped on a call with him and asked him like, Hey, want to come on the show? (laughs) Want to take us to Israel? What else can you do for us? (laughs) Want
0: to make us breakfast, you know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) do our laundry. You want to do that?
1: The first time we chatted with him though, he said something so beautiful. It it made me tear up a little bit. And he was like, Mm. you know, Church, what's interesting about the church or the community of people following Jesus is in the Jesus in the world is we don't just want to take the weak and make them strong. Yeah. We actually want strong people too mm-hmm. that protect the weak and stick their neck out for the weak. That's right. And that's actually the Jesus way to lay your life down yeah. for people that no one else cares about, that's, right? Yeah. And it's that everyday participation in mercy, justice, humility, and kindness towards other people because we love God. I love it. And that's how Jesus sees the kingdom. It's just so different than gaining a giant army or gaining a giant political party and overturning the tides, right? I think we've had enough of that after 2020.
0: Oh, help me, Lord. Isn't that that (laughs) it, right? We're all looking for a political savior and it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah 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 and that's what they were looking for when Jesus stepped onto the scene, too,
1: yeah, how many times did they try to push him into that box, mm-hmm. and he's like just not having it no. right? No. That's not the way I do things.
0: that's right, yeah, yeah, well, this has been a great conversation uh today, Mark. um, anything else you'd like to add to the conversation before we wrap things up?
1: I don't think so today, um. I'm really excited to hear what you share in the next two episodes Though we have some really good stuff coming up yeah. on the kingdom of, of God and the kingdom of heaven. And, uh, where could they go, Heather, if they want to like know more about, I don't know, first century, uh, youth ministry and, um, the context of Jesus in the Bible, where would yeah, they go? For
0: sure. So, well, first and foremost, Hey, we've got a brand new website that's out and we just, popped open our first century youth ministry store. And so there you can pick up some first century youth ministry swag. We've got some sweet t-shirts and some sweatshirts. I got mine ordered. I've been wearing mine and uh, they look really good. And so also you can pick up the book first century youth ministry there, and you can find out more information about our youth workers only trip to Israel in August of 2022. And, um, and Hey, also my friend Lucas smith he's the one who made our first entry youth ministry logo and the dude yeah. is baller at making logos, yeah he's
1: really good right
0: and he's super yeah. great to work with so if you are looking for a logo to be made lcs creative on facebook look him up i'll have that in our description uh for this episode as well uh, but we love our logo and i thought lucas did great at it so um so friends thanks for joining us on this first week of the kingdom of heaven